Welcome back to another episode of the JC3 Show, where I am your host, Trey Collis, coming to you from beautiful South Texas. And what a day of basketball playoffs we had for you today. I cannot wait. First game was kind of a dud. It was a close game in the first, but the Celtics prevail. They go ahead and go up, and they win the series 4-0. Uh, Joel, uh, Joel Embiid hit a three at the end to make it a little closer, but Celtics had that game match through the beginning, and that's all she wrote for the, for the 76ers. 76ers have a big, big um, decision to make with not only with their head coach, but what are they going to do with Simmons and Embiid. That's uh, proven that Hor- given Horford, Al Horford, that big contract this offseason is a total end. Uh, Tableau uh, Harris, big, big question marks are surrounding all that. So from top, even with Elton Brand from top to bottom, that organization has to look themselves because they remember they rebuild for like four years to get to this point and this is where they're at. Um, but that being said, they're one shot away from pro- possibly going to the uh, finals last year if it wasn't for a lucky bounce for Kawhi Leonard in game seven. Uh, but right now, I know Simmons was hurt during the bubble uh, right before the playoffs or playoffs started. Um, Saying all that, it, they just got to make a decision if they need to keep them together or try to get better pieces to fit around both of them. Because right now, it just doesn't seem like it's working with them two at the helm. Uh, so big question marks for the 76ers. But Boston Celtics, I cannot say enough of of this team. I love this team, even though I'm a Laker fan by heart. Uh, grew up a Laker fan. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, brother. Um, today will be your 42nd birthday. Um, we miss you, and I hope. Uh, we will all see you again one day. But saying all that, you have Jason Tatum coming in, a young stud from Duke. You have uh, Jalen Brown. You have Kimball Walker, who scored over 28 points again today. Uh, Gordon Hayward, if he ever stays healthy, they don't even have him right now. He's probably out for the rest of the playoffs. So, But with this young, core, talented team and Brad Stevens pushing all the right buttons, this team could be a sleeper, but right now it's still picking Toronto. But job well done with this uh, Celtics taking care of business, not playing around. The rate for the Toronto Raptors uh, started on Thursday night, so that should be a fun series. I don't think there's going to be any sweeps in that series. I think that uh, it's going to go seven games in that, but we'll get into that later on in the week. Um, hats off to Toronto for, like I said, moving on. Brooklyn, just not enough there. A lot of young talent. Uh, they're missing their key players. They had to basically pull people off the street to come in and play in this bubble turn uh, se- uh, seating games and then in the playoffs as well. But hats off to them uh, for showing up, making it competitive for at least a half or three quarters. But they, they, they gave it all they had. And tell you what, Nets are going to be a team to reckon with for the next couple of years with KD and Kyrie can all stay healthy uh, for the future to come. But right now it's going to be Toronto. I still have Toronto coming out. It depends on Kyle Lowry and how that ankle is healing up. The good thing about them sweeping is they have time to rest. So Kyle Lowry, Sergi Baca, Pascal Siakam, uh, Van Vliet, man, they, they're just rocking and rolling right now. And I, right now they look like the best team in the East to me. Um, but then this game I just watched, the Denver Nuggets versus the – Utah Jazz, and I was totally wrong on this series. For I, I, Denver showed up tonight, but saying all that, you can't just blow those two games because now you're in a three window, and you can't just pick, uh, turn on the switch just like that anytime you want to. 
uh, Jamal Murray had a fantastic game today. Remember, this is only his third game uh, from uh, from the restart. So, what what do I mean by that is Joka and Murray can uh, they can carry this team, but they need Paul Mills out to step up. They need um, oh their bench to step up. They they just don't have enough scoring. Jamal Murray scored over fifty points and still lost. Um, for one, they can't stop Donovan Mitchell, who had another monster game. In game one, he scored 50, over 50 points and lost. Tonight, he had over 51 and won. Uh, Conley with, coming up big in some clutch moments for the Utah Jazz. I mean, uh, Rudy Gobert with the rim block. But the Denver Nuggets have no stop for Donovan Mitchell in that pick and roll um, action in the offense. So I look for this. I think Denver Nuggets are depleted. I think that they're done. I think they're – Utah just took their will tonight. They played an excellent game. They played hard, but just wasn't enough. Uh, late turnovers killed them. Uh, also, a bad uh, non-call uh, when Murray – Jamal Murray drove in the lane and Bear slapped him across the wrist. That would have made it a one-possession – or one-point game. Instead, they go ahead and – Found the other end, and basically that's a wrap and giving the Utah Jazz a four-point lead. So I think it's all said and done with. Uh, I thought it was going to be a more competitive series, like game one and game tonight was, but the other two and three, there was the, the nail in the coffin for the Nuggets, I do believe. I think there's just over, too much to overcome. And I don't see Donovan Mitchell and the Utah and Mike Conley and company, Rudy Gobert. I, I just don't, especially with Donovan Mitchell playing the way he is, I just don't see them losing three games in a row, no way in heck, especially in the bubble when there's no home court advantage. So it ain't like Denver's going home with a high altitude and rely on those fans for game five. So it's an even uh, matchup between that, and I just don't see uh, Utah Jazz losing four game, or three games in a row. Now the game that everyone has been talking about, and this was a doozy of a game. Hats off to the Dallas Mavericks. They could have easily folded every excuse in the world. Uh, Luca's ankle was not feeling right. Um, Christoph Porzingis' late last-minute scratch was uh, knee soreness, uh, down by 21 points in the first half with like seven minutes to go in the uh, second quarter. Easily could just nail it and say, you know what, we're young, let's mail it in, let's get ready for next year. But hats off to Luka Doncic, stellar of a game. I mean, 21 years old, 21 years old. Think about what you were doing at 21. This guy – at 21 years old, had 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists. 21 years old. Remember, this guy has been playing professional ball on the European level since his teenage age. So this is not a high, like, shock of the moment playoff uh, for Luca. He's been in big time situations before. So. Luca is going to be your next star in the NBA, and the NBA's already seeing that right now. With a bum ankle and everything, scoring 46 point or 43 points, must rebounds, carrying that team on his shoulders. Now, just don't forget, uh, Steph Curry went ballistic again. I don't know what's going on with him. I guess because he's playing his uh, father-in-law and Doc Rivers uh, and just wants to show him up or something. But Steph Curry – or Steph, Steph, Curry, not Steph Curry. His brother is um, – basically showing out and basically automatic anytime he shoots the ball. Uh, Trey Burke, uh, remember, he wasn't even on a team. Dallas called him up in July to join him in Orlando, and he's balling out uh, more than – I mean, Trey Burke coming off the bench 
actually you got the start today and you got 25 points. Tim Hardaway, the son of uh, the great Hardaway for the Miami Heat at 21 points. Uh, Michael Gekilkic, good defensive on the end, three points. And um, Boban, you rain, as Shaq calls him, 10 points. And Curry with 15. And this is without Christoph Porzingis. So Luca basically, Luca carried this team on his back with a bum ankle and everything. That's step back three. Man, this is, I hope, I I paid the Clippers to win the uh, championship. But I just think that, I just would not think, I wish that this series would go seven games just because it's Kawhi and Paul George uh, against Luca and Rick Carlisle is a heck of a head coach for what he has on this team. They're so young. Luca's only 21. Christopher Singh is only 25. Uh, all, their, all their young players are young. They're not even 30 yet. So this is just a fun matchup to watch. Runs here, runs there. It's just an intriguing basketball to watch. And I, I, I'll sign up for seven games of this every year. Uh, it's just a fun – it's just fun to see high competitive basketball like we have seen uh, for the first three games or four games of this series. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the Clippers and what's going on. Kawhi Leonard, uh, he could easily have ended the game and Clippers could have easily gone up three games to one. Instead, he settled at the end of overtime with that uh, long two-point shot when he could have easily just dribbled in and got any shot that he wanted. But he settled and we went into overtime. But I give him props for making the right decision of kicking out to Morris with nine seconds left to basically give the Clippers the lead. And we all thought it was over. But Luka Doncic had a better shot. I Remember, Luka Doncic also airballed two free throws or not three-point shots before that. And he it doesn't bother him. He's just always – Clutch. He's a clutch player, and he's proven that throughout his European career and now. Uh, but let's talk about a little bit about Paul George and the Clippers. Paul George only gave the Clippers nine points. Nine. And this is called playoff P. Give me a break. The last 28 games for Paul George, it doesn't resemble all-star quality performances by him. Ever since the LeBron, uh, when he was at the Indiana Pacers, he has gone silent, though. In OKC, he sucked. Um Indiana, he had his good moments, but after the LeBron, there's last 20, go look at his last 28 games. They're horrific. So playoff P, yeah, right. I don't know why Kawhi Leonard wanted to team up with him. I love Paul George. I wanted him to be a Laker, but saying all that, I just think that he is not clutch performer as he once was. I think, I don't know what's going on in his head mentally, but nine points from an all-star, you've got to be kidding me. And I got a problem with the club. How is Paul George a best, a great defender, and Kawhi Leonard potentially could be? He was a defensive player of the year back in 2015, I do believe. How can you have Luca go against? Not against you. How can you? I just don't understand the logic. How Kawhi Leonard easily? If you watch that, if you watch that last play, Luca uh, Kawhi was guarding him, but the screen was so easy that Kawhi just gave up and passed him on. You can't, you can't have that. And if Kawhi's a great player, I think he's probably the top two right now. Maybe even best player in the league. It depends on Kevin Durant, how bad he, or how healthy he comes back next year. But right now, I think he's in the bubble. He's the best player by far. Uh, but Lucas said something about that earlier too. So 
if you're quiet learner, you got to take it personally and say enough is enough. I need to shut this guy down. And he didn't do that. He, he get he gave up way too easily on that play, and he didn't even fight for the screen. You knew Luca wasn't going to pass the ball to anybody else. He was going to take that final shot. And Kawhi Leonard just I think he just blew it twice, but one regulation and then at the final play, I think he just just had a, I I don't know what was going on, but I you call yourself the best of a two way player in the league, but yet you easily give up on a screen. Um, but now it's a best of three series. I think it, I hope it goes seven. But if Christoph Porzingis gets right and Luca's ankle just gets to get better and better, Luca, there's no one that can stop Luca. That guy is a six foot eight linebacker who can basically do get anywhere he wants to on the court. <laughs> if he ever concentrates and makes more than his free um, makes more free throws and more confidence in his three point shot, then the sky's the limit for this guy. But right now, I still have the Clippers in six. But I hope I'm wrong, and I hope they go seven games and winner take all in game seven. But, man, that was an exciting game, and I hope there's more to come with that. Um, but, yeah, but tomorrow night we got a big game against the Blazers and Lakers. The Lakers can easily take control of the series, go up 3-1, and demolish the Blazers. Uh, Bucks can go up 3-1. Also, Rockets can go up 3-1. So, a lot of intriguing matchups, but – Everyone's interested in that Blazer Laker matchup, and I can't wait. I'll be back tomorrow night to talk about it. Um, but yeah, that's my recap of tonight. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Hope everyone gets a good night's rest, and I hope that everyone has a great Monday. Uh, I'll see y'all tomorrow night. Until next time, guys, God bless and be safe.